Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. This week we learn how to party down at the parks year-round at special after-hours events. But first, travel news, including a great new barbecue stop in Epcot and the world's cheesiest theme park. Find your wingman and put on your party pants. It's time to hit the road with the Gold Key Adventure Society! So it's come to this. To fund our globetrotting lifestyle, we've had to pick up a part-time job. And against our better judgment, we've become children's birthday party entertainers. In between twisting balloon animals and falling on our faces to make the kids laugh, we've got some travel news to get to. But right now, there's a dozen four-year-olds running around like wild things, and they're going to start throwing the cake around if we don't get out there and do our thing. So I have one very important question. What's your go-to party trick that's guaranteed to keep the Rugrats happy and the house intact? Is chloroform an option? <laughs> or is that, fr- is that frowned upon? That's a party favor, not a party trick. Oh. <laughs> Just don't Google how to make chloroform. I think you'll get on a watch list. <laughs> My go-to is always shadow puppetry, but I do it with no hands. <laughs> I think that might also be frowned upon. <laughs> I was going to roll out there and be like, all right, kids, do you want to see just how much a 41-year-old man's body can hold alcohol? Oh. And then just start drinking till I don't care that I'm there or they're impressed. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta hire you for my next party. <laughs> I'm I'm I come at a very good rate. <laughs> I can make snakes out of uh, balloon animals. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah. Really, you just need one long balloon and a sharpie. I can make an oblongish sphere. <laughs> I can do magic tricks that require more than two seconds of attention span, so oh. no kids are impressed by me Ooh, either. Card tricks? I didn't know you were a magician, Dan. Can you pull a rabbit yeah. out of a hat? Uh, if I had a rabbit and a hat. Let me pull a rabbit out of my head. <laughs> and you saw a lady in half? Ooh. Yeah, but she hates that. Oh, only once. <laughs> I'll try anything. Only once. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for this week's travel news brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Uh, let's head over to the theme park desk. Jess, what's up? All right. So um, we now have a new uh, dining venue at Epcot, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse Craft Brews and Barbecue, because it's impossible to name a dining venue at Disney anymore with just one or two words. Um, uh, that <laughs> just any opened. Attraction. Any attraction. Yeah, that's true. Everything has to be like a sentence or a paragraph now. So, Is there a hyphen in this one, though? Uh, No. 
Oh, it's not Regal Dash Beagle. Well, I mean, barbecue. <laughs> yeah, I'm it the Regal Beagle, like Jeff Regal yeah. Beagle. Well, I, I have a little bone to pick about that, as the definition that. of Regal <laughs> leans towards like the monarchy, and the yeah. whole point of the American Adventure Pavilion is the break away from the monarchy. So. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they lost the opportunity to really theme it yeah. around Sam Eagle. Yeah. You know, they sort of teased that it was being called the Regal Eagle because of Sam Eagle. And he was, but there's just like a. He's on the crest, he, right? With yeah. Logo. It's Pizza Rizzo level of theming. Right. Uh, the food is apparently better, but the theming level is as bare bones as you That's can get. That's a shame too, because there's no one more American than Sam Eagle. Right. <laughs> it's it's weird. If you look at the photos and if you go to Pizza Rizzo, it's, you feel like you just miss the Muppets. You walk in and you're like, wait, oh, there's they like were just remnants, here. but oh, they were just here. You <laughs> yeah. just missed them. You know? Yeah. Isn't so, there like a, they're over there in the a theater silhouette the of him on the wall somewhere and that's about it? I think so, yeah. And then there's various photographs. There's like, you know, a photograph of the Swedish chef. Like various Muppets who have won barbecue competitions in the past have their their <laughs> pictures up. All right. Uh, yeah. So, but it's got barbecue dishes uh, that's featuring styles from Memphis, Texas, Kansas City, South and North Carolina. And they've also got draft beer, wine, cider, as well as an outdoor drink stand, which I'm excited about. That's, that's yeah, their beer good. selection looked pretty pretty good too yeah and they have a their own specialty cocktail their tennessee lemonade which is jack daniels Oddwalla lemonade and peach mm. sounds delicious All right. whiskey yeah. <laughs> and my most favorite thing they have mobile ordering so that should make it a little easier since it's going to be pretty popular for a little while. i'm so bad about forgetting to do mobile order i never remember it till i'm in some <laughs> dumb long line <laughs> <laughs> I think I've gotten to the point where with quick service, I don't eat if they don't have mobile ordering. I'll just find another one. So is the menu, do we think it's a lot like the barbecue booth that has been outside that pavilion for food and wine? That kind of thing? Along those it, it looked lines. like it yeah. from a cursory glance. It's a menu. Same kinds of things. Well, yeah. Good. So like I'm, I'm looking that's at it right now. Favorite. Yeah. So there's like Texas beef brisket. There's Memphis dry rub pork ribs, um, North Carolina mm, pork butt. Ribs. Mm, pork butt. Yeah, South Carolina smoked sausage and even a barbecue jackfruit burger for the vegetarians. Oh, what now? Jackfruit. Jack. Jackfruit is weird. All yeah, right. it's it's the go. It's my favorite for... activity, though. <laughs> That's why you're not allowed in the produce section anywhere. Yep. Right? <laughs> you're jacking all the fruit. <laughs> Yeah, that's the go-to for plant-based uh, barbecue these days. Um, I personally don't like it, but I love barbecue meat. So I don't think mm. I've ever tried jackfruit. Is it like an eggplant? Uh, it's, a, it's like a watermelon, but... <laughs> oh, too big. <laughs> oh, we are uh, laughing. Speaking, speaking of Epcot, did you guys see that Epcot changed its name? Ugh. To Epcot. To Epcot, Epcot, but all capital <laughs> letters. all caps. Right. Yes. Yeah, that new logo they put out was all capitals, but then yeah. they had to make some official announcement. Like, yeah, we saw the logo. No yeah. one cared then either. It's still <laughs> as, as somebody that spends a lot of time writing about the theme parks, I'd like to ask them to stop doing that. Yeah. Just pick one. Just, yeah. Because now I've got to go through and like make sure I capitalize it every time. Mm-hmm. Just, it doesn't matter. Do you have to retrofit the entire theme park professor site now? <laughs> yeah, it's going to take Get on that, would you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I had a, a one little thing I wanted to mention that's sort of peripherally theme park travel. Did y'all see all of the Baby Yoda toys that were announced at the merchandise toy fair? 
Yes. Finally becoming available. (laughs) Well, in the best one, the animatronic, you have to pre-order for a December release. What are they thinking? Ugh. Again? Stupid John Favreau. (laughs) Seriously. He didn't want his toys to spoil the fun. They have Baby Yoda operation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're operating on Baby Yoda? No, it's like no. he's sitting next to it's a really bad looking game. It's I don't odd. like it. It's like you're you're operating <laughs> on his little floaty bassinet. Oh, and you pull bassinet. out okay. like a stormtrooper head and a blaster. Oh, that's a reach. They should let you cut open Baby Yoda and work on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really upset that that Mando bicycle only comes in kid sizes. Oh, I know. See that? I want With that his too. mask on the handlebars. <laughs> and I was looking and there's like a whole line of like winter hats that aren't even going to be available till April. I saw those too. I was like, <laughs> no, oh, yeah. oh. Those are going to sell out in about five seconds. The, it, most of the, them already are. Yeah. yeah. Those are the love your melon line. And they had for a while a mini and Mickey. Did you say Lululemon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love, Love your, your melon. <laughs> and those sold out and never came back. So yeah. I, I thought they were cute, but I was that yeah, never gonna I missed those. It like wool hats. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, those are like the winter hats like that cost like five hundred dollars. Yeah, they're very oh. baby Yoda ones are yeah. only fifty. Oh well. Yeah. Oh, is that all? <laughs> For a beanie hat, five hundred miles or fifty five hundred yeah. miles probably the same. They have the cutest little Bluetooth speaker. That's just his head. And <laughs> it's it's adorable. <laughs> And are they still insisting that he's called the child? Yes. It all says the child on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. I've already pre-ordered two of the figures they came out with months ago. And so now they keep coming out with more and more. And I'm like, mm. I, I, I have a moratorium <laughs> on Baby Yoda purchases that There's I can't even have Funko for Funko Pop. He's I have one. Well, I have yeah. one ordered. So, yeah. Yeah. He's cute. Has We've miraculously made it two weeks without anybody stealing the uh, magnet off of our van. Oh, I know. Nice. Yeah. A magnet I with keep the child mine. says the child on board. <laughs> have, have you ever had Disney magnets stolen, like the AP ones or any of that? No, we've had the antenna top. We get the antenna balls whenever we go down. Mm-hmm. And every single time those get stolen. Huh. Yeah, I used Nobody's to do that ever too. Taken my, my AP current vehicle off the doesn't have an antenna like that. I miss it because I yeah. loved my. Big, beautiful balls I would put on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Olaf got stolen. Mater got stolen. It all just disappeared. Nobody's ever stolen my magnets, but I don't take my car down there. I hear if you have your AP magnet in the parks, then it's like, Oh, it that's where people are stealing it. Yeah, out that the could be. I don't there. ever drive in the... And if I do, I've only parked at the hotel. I rent a car, so I don't have any... Magnets on it. <laughs> um, hey Jess, why, why don't you tell us about uh, about um, something in the theme parks? So, uh, as most of us know, the villains after dark after hours party is back in full swing at the Magic Kingdom, and they just announced that um, they're adding a new lounge for the rest of this year's dates at the Diamond Horseshoe Saloon. It's going to be converted into a bar slash lounge uh, serving themed snacks as well as beer, wine and specialty beverages, which is interesting. Uh, I feel like they are slowly and surely creeping the alcohol into mm. the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland yeah. Park. You know, Works for you, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Galaxy's yeah. Edge in Disneyland you can drink at now. And with these parties there. Yeah. They're, and that now that they've introduced alcohol into the dessert parties as well for the fireworks parties. Yeah. It's uh, I have a feeling that it won't be too long before they just finally give up on that whole thing and serve alcohol in the parks all the time. 
Yeah, it I'm definitely seems like it's going that direction. I'm wondering if the lines will be nuts in there for all the party, if there's only one spot oh. to get beer. Yeah, oh, and it's, yeah, it, it's sure. not huge in there. I actually had dinner there during the Christmas party this year because during busier times, they open it back up as a sort of a family style dining location. But it's it's got a nice open sort of space in the middle. It's set up to be a stage show area. Um, so they, they could fit a good handful of people, but it's going to be if this is the only place you can get alcohol during this party, mm-hmm. it's going to be packed. Yeah, it's going to so. get crazy. Yeah. Yeah. How many people are going to spend the entire time of the party just trying to get their their one eight, 12, 14 dollar beer? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe the lines will be walk on for Big Thunder because everyone will be in the beer line. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sure Country Bears will be. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Is that open during parties? It yeah. was open during the yeah. Christmas party, yeah. Huh. And it might be a lot of fun to visit Country Bears after you visit the lounge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They should <laughs> put booze in there and the make it like a Country Bear saloon bar that you go to before oh, the show. Yes. Ooh, sir, That's moonshine? a fantastic idea. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mason, Mason jars of moonshine. I bet old Walt's rolling in his grave. <laughs> uh. Rolling in his cryogenic chamber. Yeah. His head is turning in its chamber. <laughs> <laughs> so my my kids have been watching this show called your man in japan they're oh. obsessed with japan and it's how i found my next little piece of travel news and it's another festival you guys might be interested in visiting this summer i love festivals yes this one is called the kanamara matsuri it's in tokyo Sign me and up. that means the festival of the steel phallus Oh. And steel. <laughs> steel phallus. Steel phallus. Like Steely Dan. <laughs> it is a it is a raucous festival celebrating genitalia, specifically the penis, of course. <laughs> specifically. <Thank you>. Yes. <laughs> a celebration of all genitalia, but mostly the penis. But mostly, but mostly the male ones. The penis. Yes. It's so it's it's not generally acceptable to discuss your sex life in public in Japan, kind of, or anywhere, or anywhere, really. But during this festival, they let their hair down, Gross. and there amongst are, other things, amongst <laughs> other things, yes, they should trim that. <laughs> so there, the photos of this festival are—they're even more hilarious than the naked festival we talked about last week. Because it's like it's like the entire city is just celebrating one giant bachelorette party. People are wearing <laughs> yeah. penis hats and <laughs> the vendors selling penis suckers. <laughs> there's a Isn't parade that called prostitution. Yes. <laughs> there's a parade featuring floats that are all just giant penises. Just engorged floats, just just really uh, big. Do they shoot confetti cannons? I hope so. I really, really hope so. This party's a blast. They say there are there are food booths and there are activities such as learning to carve a penis out of a radish. Okay, as one does, like a radish flower, but right. it's an important life skill. There are all kinds of themed goods available, and all of the proceeds go to charity. 
What's the please <laughs> tell me specify the which charity? Is. It is not Children's Hospital. Not specify. <laughs> <laughs> it says the, the, this festival is easily accessible by public transportation. It's about a five minute walk from the Kawasaki Dashi Station in central Tokyo. So, what, what, what type of time of year is this? Summer. It happens ah, in July. Okay, I still have time to save yes. up. You still have time to plan <laughs> your trip. Bucket yes. list. If you're interested in visiting this festival, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> head on over to There's a special bottle of sake that they sell during this festival. That oh, is oh. <laughs> it, nothing. It, What's the bottle shape like? <laughs> it doesn't say what the bottle is shaped like, but the name of it translates to precious jewels. <laughs> Which was my nickname in high school. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it looks uh, looks interesting. I'll be writing a full guide up to this over on penisparkprofessor.com. <laughs> Kanemara Matsuri. <laughs> oh, it looks like they also have vulva-shaped lollipops, so it's not just about the penis. Did anybody tell Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there a goop booth there? No, but there is a there. I wasn't going to bring this one up, but there is a special drink that they serve at mm. this festival. Pearl cocktail. And yeah, I'm. I'm not going to read this description because it's kind of gross. But it is a. Make sure you head over to the Facebook page yeah. uh, for, <laughs> for the recipe <laughs> for the drink recipe. The, the Heather's drink. going to make a video showing us how to yeah. mix this kind the of drink. drink is, is called viscous. Amazaki, and it's uh, a specific a specific flavor and texture. It says, <laughs> hmm. "Yeah, check that out <laughs> next time you're in Japan in the summer." Yeah. yeah, next time. <laughs> next time. <laughs> Plan a whole special trip just for this festival. Wow. Then you can head over to uh, that that South Korean island. Where is it? South Korea? That they've got all those statues poking up out of the ground. We'll cover that another week. <laughs> Nailed it. Future episode. Future episode. <laughs> all right. Jess, tell us, tell well, us about some... T- a little, bit more, uh, a little bit more wholesome. Um, here we go. Is everyone here a fan of cheese? Absolutely. Yes. I, love cheese. To, I love to cut it. I, I, I set you up for that. I'm glad to see you knocked it out of the park. Um, well, a little bit of history lesson for you about Korea and cheese. Um, you might not think that, but Korea actually was not familiar with cheese until the late 50s, when in 1958, a Belgian priest came to uh, Imsil as a missionary. Uh, he decided to raise goats and started making his own cheese, which became very popular in the area. And the government, mm. gov- the governor of Imsil, asked him to teach the skill to the whole community. And eventually, Imsil became known as the mecca of cheese in Korea. <laughs> so, to celebrate this uh, distinction. They have opened a 32-acre cheese-themed fun park. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it opened in 2004. It features things like cheese experience centers where you can... <laughs> that's exactly what they call them. Uh, you can learn about, make, and eat cheese. Thankfully, they allow you to eat the cheese. Um, they have a large slide that goes past a field of goats and then drops you Aww. off in the cheese playland. 
cheese <laughs> Surrounded by a field do of Do they have milk. the leaning tower of cheese? <laughs> oh, they do have cheese wheel-shaped buildings, which kind of look like Pac-Man because there's a the little what? wedge out of them. But they do have holes all over them for windows, huh. giant cheese buildings. And they have a fountain show. I don't have any idea what that. Fan. Do you dip pretzels in that? I, show? Yeah, I was hoping it was just hot Velveeta shooting out of like pipes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Velveeta. it. That's another Japan band name. Festival. I think that's in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> they need some cross promotions here. <laughs> They're missing out. Does anybody remember the commercial in the '90s for Kraft Mac and Cheese, where they uh, is it like a dinosaur like, surfing? Kraft on gets your noodle flowing, and, <laughs> and they were <laughs> or Kraft gets your noodle going, and and they were in a, an amusement park, made, and all the no. rides were made out of noodles. And there's like a log flume with uh, orange cheese sauce from Kraft Mac and Cheese mm. for the water and stuff. I do That's not recall wow. this. No. Uh oh. <laughs> Well, of course, but like any good theme park, they have a festival. Oh, good. And uh, every October is the Imsil In Cheese Festival. And it's not and cheese, it's in cheese, like mac and cheese, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they also do have a few weird mascots. Heather, I know you were going to ask about the mascots. Oh, yes. It's not uh, a festival without a weird mascot. Yeah, they have uh, a few. There's a princess. She looks normal. There's a cow. But then there's also this weird little cheese colored boy with a crown for a head i have no idea what he's supposed to be (laughs) cheese colored boy yeah he's like yellow and he has no fingers and no toes he's just got like these blobby hands and his head is a crown it's you know it's korea so um but yeah it's it's uh it's open still and uh next time you're in korea go on and grab some fromage (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm doing that's, that. that's korean for cheese <laughs> <laughs> you can uh-huh. take that <laughs> are you sure <laughs> i'm very worldly all right thank you <laughs> we're gonna get a fact checkers on that one <laughs> <Got you. laughs> come at me korea <laughs> <laughs> well if you're looking for something a little different than the penis festival this summer and who oh, is it i am <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, King Tut's treasures are coming to Boston this summer as part of the a sellout world tour, it says. So it's part of a 10-city world tour that kicked off back in 2018 to mark the 100-year anniversary of the discovery of King Tut's tomb. King Tut. And Boston was just announced as the next stop. They're going to be following the sellout shows in Paris, and Los Angeles, and London. So it's coming to Boston in, I just lost it. <laughs> uh, later this year. Later this summer. It said this summer. It's going to be in London until the end of May. And then it comes over uh, to the United States. And it looks, have you guys ever seen any of these uh, exhibits? They they toured of. Uh, for a long time, like 20 years ago, I think, maybe. I would like to. I think it was longer than that. Was it even longer than that? Yeah, I think it was. I think the last time I came to the U.S. was more like the 80s. Wow. Yeah, and I remember wanting or, to see it, and I never got a chance. I have not, but I, I have seen Night at the Museum. That's true. I have seen that, yeah. <laughs> so they expect this to sell out pretty much instantly. and they ha- So what they're doing is have it holding a lottery to buy tickets. The exhibit is called King Tut Treasures of the Golden Pharaoh, and they're going to be t- accepting 
uh, um, entries into the lottery until the end of March. And then they're going to hold the lottery in March. And it's kingtutexhibition.com is where you can go to register for some tickets. It doesn't give an exact date of when it's opening in Boston, but I it, it seems like it'll be maybe June or July after it leaves London. So, I would like to see that. Yeah. Do you think there's any security there? Yeah, probably just a little bit. They have one or two <laughs> little gold pieces, I think. If, if, yes, and from what it looks like, they're going to have some of the really spectacular pieces from the exhibit on display. Whole panels that they've taken down from the walls. Where, There's a huge golden sculpture. Looks where is, really cool. Where is its permanent home when it's not touring? I think it's at the Egyptian Museum in Cairo. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, they didn't they get him back. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't there a big thing about they like somebody damaged part of his mask a few years ago and tried to glue it back on? Yeah. <laughs> some, some, yeah, there were some right. damaged pieces. I remember that. I didn't remember which ones. Yeah, oh, it's kind on of crazy. On KingTownExhibition.com, it says June 13th. June 13th. Ah, perfect. It's kind of crazy that some of the most spectacular pieces of Egyptian uh, art and, and artifacts, you can't see them in Egypt. You have to go somewhere else because we everybody stole it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the British Museum in London has a ton of Egyptian artifacts. Mm-hmm. They have a very cool display, and they have a handout leaflets as you're entering that exhibit to explain to you why they feel it's better to keep it all in London and not give it back to the Egyptians. <laughs> Which basically Would their argument that have to do that, with money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically their argument is that London is more accessible and more visitors are able to get to London than get and, to Egypt. And they haven't had everything stolen like they did. <laughs> yes, in yeah. So, so for that reasoning, I could go to my neighbor's house and like steal something of theirs and be like, "My house is easier to my get house to. Is more yeah, accessible. <laughs> so keep it yeah. over it's here. More secure you. over here. Yeah, too. the the British Museum has a lot of the sculptures from the Parthenon on in in Athens too. If you actually go to Athens and you're standing in the building, all the sculptures are gone from all around the the tops of the buildings and inside and they're all in a museum in London. Yeah. <laughs> Where they belong. But yeah, so June 13th you said? Yes. Coming to Boston. Perfect. And head head over to the website to register for tickets. It looks like it's going to be a a hot ticket item. Mm-hmm. You see what I did there? You like that? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you want to take us underground? Yes. So I was coming. I came across this. It is a in. It's called Selena Turda, and it's located in Turda, <laughs> Turda Romania. Turda. I'm hoping it's Turda or something like that. But it's oh, fun back to, to say Romania Turda. again. Maybe in Romania, is home to the underground theme park that's nestled inside one of the oldest salt mines in the world. So the salt mine itself dates back to the 17th century and was used for everything from cheese storage to a bomb shelter in World War II. But now it's been transformed into an underground theme park that has a, hmm. a four, you head down a 400 foot uh, shaft elevator before reaching the submerged wonderland. Once inside, there's an amphitheater, a bowling alley, an underground lake with paddle row boats and uh, foot pedal boats wow. and a Ferris wheel inside of there. And of course, mini golf and ping pong courts. Cause that's, Does it who still doesn't want to play like that cheese? way underground. Yeah, they don't mention that. I think the cheese was all shipped out to the Korean festival, so it's oh, right. relatively cheese-free now. But it looks amazing. Like, you go way down, and then it's just huge, like, towering 
underground thing. It's 400 feet down, but it looks like the Ooh. the roof of it goes up to about 200 feet. It's crazy. So wow. we can put some pictures and video on the Facebook page. But it's called the Salina cool. Salt Mine in T- Turda, Romania. Turda, Romania. <laughs> Turda. <laughs> so if you would like to visit Turda, <laughs> head on over to www.keytotheworldtravel.com. I'm a Turda tourist. We'll get our Romanian experts on that. <laughs> our speciality. Yeah. Which one? Turds or Romania? <laughs> Both. So did you guys see that uh, the Scarlet Lady launched this week? The mm-hmm. first of oh, the, the Virgin Voyages cruise ships. She made her de- debut from an English port. And it, the reviews ahead of this are pretty spectacular. The, I've only seen a few pictures of her sailing out at night, but there's one really cool one that, that they posted, uh, the Port of Dover posted on their Instagram. And it's, it's sail, she's sailing out at night and the whole ship is dark, except they've strategically put the lights on in certain staterooms to spell out ahoy across the side of the ship oh, cool. <laughs> pretty cool <laughs> are so there any she, guests on there <laughs> uh no guest yet i think that they're what's happening now is, is they're taking her out for her um seaworthy tests <laughs> and then she Fingers will crossed. yes yeah and then she will make her transatlantic sailing and she's due for her first preview cruises in march so it's coming up pretty quick here oh yeah wow and they've got lots of photos from uh, inside, and it looks it looks quite it looks spectacular. so killer. Yeah. yeah. And my favorite feature: no kids allowed. No kids, <laughs> right? We've is already it, talked about the is it eighteen and over. It is 19? that I believe it's eighteen. Everything I've read has said adults only, so eighteen and up. Cool, but adults, so shouldn't it be more like? 35 and let's talk to Richard <laughs> oh. Branson and see what he says. She's going to have 1300 staterooms and 78 rock star suites. Mm. We've already talked about her a little bit, the champagne on demand and the key, no key cards. They're making bracelets from recycled <laughs> ocean plastics. I think we talked recently about the fact that she doesn't have a buffet. Oh, yes. Lots and lots yeah. of restaurants, but no all-you-can-eat buffet. Then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it says all of the restaurants are done like table service style. They have a chop house with a raw bar, an upscale Mexican place, a healthy vegetarian option. And this one uh, caught my eye. There's a Korean eatery that starts off with... It's all cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it starts off with a free shot and then the staff is encouraged to get the tables playing Korean style drinking games. Oh, oh fun. so that, yeah, that sounds kind of fun. Those are loud. And where will she be yeah. sailing out of? She's going to be sailing out of Miami. Ah, Miami. Yes. The first, <laughs> the first sailings that you can book are the very end of March. There are, she's going to do two short Two to three night sailings. I think one departs on the 29th of March and then another one around the 1st of April before she starts her week long Caribbean and Bahamian sailings. You know, for uh, a ship. And their, their private beach club is in uh, Bimini. So. Do they have the Bimini Bobini boutique there? I hope so. <laughs> 
their second ship is going to be called the Valiant Lady, and that one is due very soon after this one. She set sail in May of 2021. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, it looks amazing, but it's not very scarlet. For a ship called the Scarlet Lady, they mostly made her white. Yes, there's not a ton of red. But I guess the white lady was not a great name. <laughs> Although some of the it was just called the Karen. <laughs> that one, that's the third ship coming out. <laughs> the Karen. Yeah, it's got bangs and then a really big back end. All the staff is managers. There is a bar that is called the Red Bar, and it is. Entirely red. Red walls, red furniture, red lights. Red rum. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, Richard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he likes red, you guys. Yeah, we noticed. Well, that'll be fun to look forward to. I, I, I need to get in on that action. Absolutely. Heather, you have one more story, right? I did have a, a fun Airbnb that I found for this week. Is a school bus in the woods. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that's how it does. That's a hostage situation. <laughs> their their tagline is travelers looking for a little zen in a tiny space can find it in a school bus in the Black Mountains just outside of Asheville, North Carolina. We actually know somebody who lives there. We should send her to to check this out. <laughs> yes, let's do it. And they do say that it's report. not your typical hippie bus. Yeah. <laughs> and it is men. Yeah. It is pretty. It it's just it, it only sleeps two. It has a full size bed and then it's got a little sink, a little tiny sort of kitchen area and a seating area. And it's it's not equipped with a lot of amenities. They have a coffee maker. Uh, but uh you have to feature no bathroom maker. on the bus. You have to you have to go somewhere oh, else dig on, a the, hole. on the you property. To, you have to make like a bear and poop in the woods. Exactly. Yeah. My favorite way to do that. <laughs> it's very cute, but they're, they're, the owners of the bus have, have opened it up as a special project. They're using it and they're using it to raise funds for uh, an artist residency that helps LGBTQ Southerners and people of color, color get into uh, art movements. So oh, cool. that's kind of, it's kind of a good, good reason to support them. And it looks really cute. And it's it's not a yellow school bus. It's light blue. <laughs> Was it previously owned by Chris Farley? <laughs> Down by the river. <laughs> and it really wow. is just in the middle of 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 the woods. It's it's very. Mm. It's, it's so there's not a bathroom on the bus. Do you have to go out into the woods, or you is have to go bathroom? out into the home of the of the people ah, who own it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what that kidnapping nice. happens. Yes, yes, exactly. Excuse me, Mr. Leatherface, may I come in and use your restroom? Please use your bathroom. Just don't ask for lotion because it's in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> so you can find this on Airbnb, and it is, uh, uh, like we said, near Asheville, North Carolina. Well, Look at now. I will not be signing up for that. Yeah, it looks a little glampy. Rustic? Uh, a little too rustic for me. Yeah. It sounds a little woofy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can go woofing near this bus. What? I bet you can. Freelance woofing. What is woofing? <laughs> oh, Jeff missed that. Episode. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't listen woofing if I'm not is, on. <laughs> woofing is the new trend for the the millennials who want to go and pretend they're farmers. 
Oh, I did hear that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's a hey, no thank you for me. Also. The last thing I wanted to ask you guys about, I've actually been meaning to ask you about this for a few weeks now. And, and uh, it's the fact that fanny packs are back, you guys. Y'all, I bought <laughs> one two weeks ago. Oh, yes. Let's see some photos. I took one to Disney World last year. Who is up for this trend coming back? Me. They are all all the rage again. I'm confused though. Yeah, Jess has Jess has our matching. Jess and I have matching Haunted Mansion fanny packs. Yeah, carrying around photo stuff in it. Yeah, <laughs> great. great. I was artists. carrying a messenger bag, and it's a lot, and so I wound up putting more and more crap in there, and so I got tired of that. And also, the crossbody kind of covers up my awesome t-shirts. Your cool shirt showing. So I got a fanny pack this past uh, trip because all I really need is sunglasses and little camera and a couple mm-hmm. things. So it was perfect. What for I've me. noticed with the with the return of the fanny pack is that people wear them on their around the back, like yeah, like life where they wear them like across their shoulder. I have yeah, seen that yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Butt, yeah, it's a fanny pack. Wear it on your butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well in Britain you wear it up front. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because it's <laughs> your fanny right, yes. is not in the back. <laughs> your front butt. Mm-hmm. It's your front butt. It's your front butt. <laughs> it's your front butt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll Moose. share this. I'll share this article on our Facebook page. I found yeah. the Travel Moose, and Leisure magazine. Moose knuckle brand it. fanny packs is what I read. <laughs> Tra- Travel and Leisure magazine published the nine best fanny packs for 2020, and there's one from Gucci that you can spend sure a lot of money on. I've seen <laughs> that a thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars. One thousand dollars. One thousand one hundred and fifty dollars for the leather Gucci. Fanny pack. Oh, I'm sorry. They call it a belt bag. Belt bag. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm down with the fanny pack trend. I love I it. All right. Yeah, me too. I want to get one of those that looks like a big old gut. So it just looks like your gut. Yeah, that one's <laughs> really sure. Yeah, that's what I tell people mine is, but it's just my big old gut. <laughs> I want to get one, but I don't want it to be my skin tone. I want it to be something completely different. So <laughs> obviously not confuse people. Tone. Yeah. <laughs> Well, don't go anywhere, because after the break, we're talking about all the ways you can get down and party at the Disney theme parks. After these messages, we'll be right back. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. 
This party is, as the kids say, lit. But as usual, we've picked an awful location to record a podcast. Let's go hang out in the kitchen where we can hear ourselves think and talk about a totally different kind of party. A kind that you can uh, attend at the Disney parks. There's a whole bunch of them. Some of them even sound like that every once in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is there, does, who's, who's got a favorite party? Or should we go through the seasons? I guess there's not that many seasonal ones, is there? No, not really. Well, the one that's just firing up now is the villains party. What has that been on a couple of weeks now? Yeah. We can start. Yeah. We can either start with those peripheral ones or do talk about the two main, most well-known ones and then talk about the offshoots. Yeah. However you guys want. Uh, Let's talk about the offshoots first. Okay. Because we haven't talked about those ones very much. Uh, and they're less well known. So, uh, yeah. So the villains, uh, the, the villains party. Villains, villains after, after hours. Dark. After oh, dark? after dark. Yeah. Yeah. Which one is it? After dark, after it's hours. Villains I'm after dark, myself. after hours party. Oh, that's what it is. Right, of course. It's, it's Disney. It's an offshoot Disney, of their, uh, <laughs> it's an offshoot of their after hours parties that started yes. several years ago. Yeah. 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 That, Heather that and I just were just discussing starting. the other day how when the after hours first started, they weren't really themed. They were just like, Hey, we're open at night and hardly anyone was there. And it was wonderful. The first one I went to was absolutely 100% deserted. It was delightful. (laughs) People had been talking, because I think when that one first came out, it was just after hours and it was Magic Kingdom and it was pretty expensive. You, any of you remember how much it was? I think it was. It was kind of obscene, like 150 or something. It was a very expensive ticket and it started very late. Free food. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were not, they were having trouble selling them at first. And we'd kind of, we'd, none of us had wanted to do it. Like, ah, you know, it's, it's so late. It was from, I think, midnight until two o'clock in the morning and it was expensive. But I went to an event at Disney and we were all given free tickets. So I thought, eh, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go. And I actually ended up going alone because the people I was with were running a, a run Disney event the next day and had to be up at, you know, three 30 in the morning to get to their corral. <laughs> so I went by myself and I felt like I was alone in the magic kingdom. And I've, I've still got the photos of just empty, dark magic kingdom streets. I was on splash mountain. I rode it several times by myself. No one else in the car in the log. Yeah. <laughs> I got in <laughs> alone with my log. Alone with the log. <laughs> Sounds like a Wednesday rode- night at the Williams house. <laughs> <laughs> I rode Big Thunder Mountain in the in the last car just over and over again. They let me stay on because there was nobody boarding the train. It was funny that first one, everybody was standing in line for the free popcorn and, and pop and ice cream. And I was like, I don't care about any of that. Mm-mm. I'm just yeah. walking right on these rides. Walked right on Seven Dwarfs. It was, and I after that I was sold. But after hours, absolutely. Yeah. And we went to a couple of those while it was like that. And it was it was not really a party. It was just like, hey, we're open. But then the, yeah. they changed it to villains and themed it. It became much more of a party. And now they have the DJ on the castle stage and the villains cruising about. It's and weird because these all, comes sort of, out. these all sort of stem off from the old pirate and princess parties that they used to do. Oh, so before the after those. hours. Yeah. So back in the day... Um, 
the I remember it being in like 2007 and they didn't mm-hmm. do well at the time, but they, you know, they had the Christmas party, they had the Halloween party, and then they just started doing these at the Magic Kingdom where it was pirate and princess themed. And it was also still, you know, at a time when park attendance was pretty low. Um, yeah, I remember that when I first started taking white in 2007 or eight, they still yeah. had that. They stopped doing them because, yeah. They, yeah, people just didn't go to them. And then I guess enough time passed and they decided to bring them back. The villains party seems pretty popular. That's it true. is, yeah. Too popular. All the of the parties that we are went, oversold. It was, yeah, it was pretty crowded. Yeah, I think we still had pretty good uh, ride experience, though, because so many of the people were, were doing all the other offshoot stuff you mm-hmm. can't do. Watching the special show and the villains. Uh, there's no villains meet and greets at this party, though, Yeah, right? that seems bizarre to me. It's yeah. calling it out as villains. Like the themed parties out at Disneyland, they have tons of meet and greets that are based on the the theme of the party. And they do different ones mm-hmm. each every couple of months or whatever. But the one here, they just did, we're doing villains, we're going all in, and that's all we're doing. But no meet and greets. They do. Some, uh, some unusual villains are on the stage show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're on the can't. stage show, and then Maleficent yeah. comes out uh, in her dragon form the and dragon circles float. around the hub and blows fire. And Seeing that at night is yeah. really cool. That it is, is very cool. cool. Yeah. And I do like the that they have the they have the, the live actors and pirates during these kinds of parties. They've improved that. Like the first time they did it, which was, I guess, the Halloween party two years ago. Mm. It was it was awkward. It was kind of awkward. They didn't know what to say. Yeah, there was like one guy standing in the queue right before you board the boat. So they weren't having them hide in the little alcoves and stuff throughout the queue. It was just sort of standing there as you got on the boat. And he's like, we're looking for a pirate. And then that pirate was standing on a bridge in the ride. And he's like, I'm that pirate. And you're like, okay, awesome. And then you get off. It's like, oh, okay. But they've improved it. Now they like, yeah, now they interact a bit more and they're in better places. So, yeah, there's a lot they could do with that, but I guess you got to pay equity actor time. So they they don't want to spend the dollars. That's true. And I guess that's why they don't have the character meet and greets because any other holiday party you go to people go just for the the meet and oh, greets yeah. like jack skellington and that sort of stuff and they'll stay in line the whole party yeah, just I, waiting for that i like uh the parties the, the major parties for that because so many people are lined up for the meet and greets or to see the stage show you can still get on a lot of rides with much yeah. shorter wait times yeah, mm-hmm. definitely and it is it is an investment it's a uh, hundred and forty five dollars per ticket for the to, villains, for 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 the villains party, yeah. Wow, they're they they start they started just with just this month, right? February the seventh, I think it was the first one, and there's going to be twenty four of them running through. I think it's the like early July, July tenth, yeah. Right. Doing yeah, a little yeah. quick math with the amount of people they let in, and at that. <laughs> price point it looks like they're making about a kajillion dollars off of uh, this. at least yeah <laughs> i think the i think the technical term is boatload yes yeah and that's that 145 dollars as if you buy it in advance if it doesn't sell out and you'd buy one at the gate it's 155 and that's adult or child it's just one there's no yeah and they're selling these out price. every time too yeah that's unbelievable so and they have Started and for a while, they ramped up how many people they were allowing into the parties. In the beginning, there it was a much, a much lower number that they would sell up to that maximum number. They never really say 
exactly what Disney it is. Disney never gives those numbers. Yeah, and they were getting the part, the, the, the hard-ticketed events were getting way overcrowded for a few years, and people were really starting to complain, and they have, they have ramped that back a little, so they're not quite as crowded as they were in the last couple of years. I and that helps. True. That definitely makes the, the the price of admission a little more worth it. I still like going to you, them, but they're just, I don't know. Yeah. They're is so this, crowded. Is this one that you would do again? You know, having been to it, would you go to Villains again? I don't think I would. I just, I mean, I I like going to the parties and I, I've done almost all of them. And I will definitely do the Halloween party and the Christmas party. That mm-hmm. one just, it didn't have as much of a purpose to me. Yeah. Like when, that, you, when you're going for the Halloween or Christmas, it's the holiday. There's extra things mm-hmm, that fit to sure. the holiday. I love the villains, but I didn't feel like there were enough extraordinary offerings mm-hmm. to make it that special. Yeah. The rest of the park just looks like the rest of the park. They did do um, yeah. Space Mountain in the Total Darkness, Total Blackout. That was cool. That was fun. I really liked that. Yeah. That and was it had great. And it had spooky music, yeah. like ghostly cool. and stuff. That was amazing. And then they put the actors in pyres. But otherwise, there's projections on the yeah. castle and down some of the buildings on Different Main Street. Treats. They have they mood have lighting. Special, special food and beverage they and special They do have all that, but you have to pay for all those Instagrammable yeah. a lot of that, treats. A lot of those food and beverage offerings are the exact same things they offer at the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was sense, surprised but, you know. at how different Space Mountain was with absolutely no light. I thought, oh, you know, it's already a dark roller coaster, right? It's not going to be much different. And I found it terrifying and I loved it <laughs> with absolutely no light and you can't see I gotta say, I always find Space Mountain a little terrifying. I know you're really only going about 24 miles an hour, but it never feels like it's safe. I know it is, but I feel like at any moment I'm going to die, and I love every mm-hmm. second of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've had I've had dreams about dying yeah. on Space Mountain that I flew out of the seat and yeah, dead. Mm. Yep. That's a little macabre, but. <laughs> but yeah, the overall theming, there's just not enough of it, I think, at Villains. Otherwise, it's just like they threw the doors open and put everything in a purple light. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. the, is that the that's the only themed after hours party like they'll do so just far? Yes. After so hours far. without a theme. But yeah, well, yeah, they're not even doing theme. those anymore. I don't think yeah. since they started Villains, it's all Villains. Mm-hmm. For a while, it was just Magic Kingdom. And then they had they did a few. Mm-hmm. At Hollywood Studios and Animal yeah. Kingdom, there were a couple, but I haven't seen any news that they're going to be continuing those this year. I like the the thing they're doing out at Disneyland, where they're they're doing two or three at Disneyland and two or three of them at uh, California Adventure, and each one is a different theme. They have a Pixar night and Sweethearts yeah. night and mm-hmm. all those the different ones. Cool. Those that seems. I wish they would change it up a little bit at. Uh, on the East Coast. Yeah. And those are one-offs. Those are like just one, one, one night. night. For that it's event. always one night. They have yeah. tons and that fits of characters. With their locals, and, you know. That's that, true. Gets, that gets those locals in that are, you know, looking for something to do for the evening, basically. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's so many people that live in that area that just go to Disneyland, you know, to get dinner for the evening. To walk mm-hmm. around, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They just recently had, a, was it the, maybe the first one of the year was the 80s party? Yeah, that would look awesome. Yeah, they've that done 80s and Sweethearts so far. Yeah. And coming up, there's going to be a Pixar night. That one is at 
California Adventure. They just announced a new one. There were four announced originally, and then they just added a fifth one. I can't remember. It was like Star Mar- Wars. Mar- oh, Star Wars. Star Wars, Wars yeah. Night. Yeah. No one will that be interested one, I in think that. There's a little bit of controversy is, on that one. That one, I think, is happening in August. Does yeah. anyone even like Star Wars? What is Star Wars? <laughs> That's the what's one a, with Spock. What's a Star Wars? Star Wars. <laughs> nothing but Star Wars. I'm a Black <laughs> Thank you. Me too. <laughs> yeah, apparently, they're not going to have Rise of the Resistance running during that. And what? Yeah. Mm, or maybe that's, that's just a. I don't blame him, honestly. I, mean, I can see him having need, smugglers yeah. run open, but yeah, that that makes sense, actually. It'd just be yeah, overrun. They need to give it downtime. Yeah. Rise of the Resistance still has a lot of technical issues that they're struggling with. They haven't quite debugged it completely yet. Wasn't there a themed party maybe two years ago at Hollywood Studios? What was the theme of that? Uh, there was a Star Wars hours. one. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Right. Oh, yeah. It was Galactic Nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Galactic yeah. Nights, yeah. I remember Didn't a bunch of people. A, a but Toy anyway. Story Land, too? Um, they, well, they did a ter- Toy Story Land early morning magic. Okay. Yeah, I did, there's I did another that segment, one. yeah, of, of yep. special ticketed parties. I've never done any of the early morning magic. Mm. Have y'all done those? Yeah, I did Toy Story Land um, last year, and I loved it. Yeah, we actually yeah, really we, enjoyed it because it was right before Star Wars opened, so Toy Story Land was still extremely popular, and we were able to, like, it was great. They served breakfast along with tables throughout Toy Story Land um, mm-hmm. with free coffee and water and juice and things like that, and then we were able to ride Slinky Dog. I think we were able to ride it, like, three times in a row with really no weight and get on Toy Story Mania and alien swirling saucers mm-hmm. before we left the area so that it was, party it was, was focused it. just on toy story land just on toy story mm-hmm. land yeah and dan the one we, in magic kingdom was is focused on fantasy land. land fantasy land yeah we did that last february <laughs> and similar similar yeah it was great breakfast uh, is included breakfast mm-hmm. is included and it the breakfast hour the time for the breakfast goes past the time of the party a little bit mm-hmm. so you can mm. maximize your time on the attractions and then go so there's the, the hack end. there go do yeah. all the attractions yeah. first and eat breakfast at the end and 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 breakfast you can sit and watch sunny eclipse he's putting on his show. oh is it that's where they <laughs> yeah. serve the breakfast <laughs> yeah and it was a pretty good breakfast cosmic i mean it was rays. pretty much yeah it was at cosmic rays and it's pretty comparable to a, a buffet breakfast anywhere else i'd say so it's hard, it's hard to mess up breakfast like too you much served yep. yourself and yep ah, gotcha. yeah, it was it was a it was a buffet breakfast and then we got uh kendra and wyatt uh they rode mine train i think five or six times oh wow i got to you know walk on to peter pan with the younger kids I was gonna yes. say, if you've got little ones that party or that early morning Mm-hmm. event is worth it for peter pan alone because i never understand the line for that that thing. line is yeah. always so long peter yeah, pan so in, and winnie the pooh yeah so like in an hour my wife and wyatt rode mine train five times and i think they did your wife and my 18 year old son oh that's <laughs> no, my, scandalous mm. <laughs> oh <laughs> he is 18 there i i remember my son being there um, <laughs> oh your wyatt. son wyatt yes my wyatt um they they did that five times plus uh i, I think pooh bear once and i did pooh bear twice and peter pan and saw princesses and rode small world and the teacups and is that two hours uh, in an hour, hour. Oh, that's hour. great yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah, we did we did everything in Fantasyland except for Phil Harmagic. Oh, we rode the carousel too. So we did 
everything except for Philharmagic. And, and you got to have breakfast when you were done. Yes. That's that's actually a great deal, I think. Yeah, that because that one's not that expensive, right? That one no, is three hundred and eighty five dollars a person. <laughs> I don't think it was it's like that it was, it was under hundred, right? Yeah, it was like eighty yeah. five or eighty nine or something like that. It should be noted for the Hollywood Studios one, they have stopped it, and I mean, obviously, probably for Star Wars, and they have not made an announcement if they're going to reopen it. The page is still on the Disney website. But if you look for dates, there are no open dates. I'm not sure about the Magic Kingdom one. Is that one still running? I think it's seasonal, the, too. It's off and on. Yeah. 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 I was just about to look it up, but of course, like I'm Stitch. getting a Stitch saying that he ate the page. So. <laughs> right. That yeah, one sure was that $89 for adults, yeah. and they did have a kid price. It was $79 for kids. Yeah. I felt I'm it sure was that they're it. not yeah. running it. And it went from 7.45 in the morning so. until 10 a.m., and then you could still yeah. eat breakfast. They ran the breakfast from, like, they kept it open until... 11, I think, right? Plus, you're already behind the castle once they start letting people into, mm-hmm. you know, the park. So you've got to head start. And they all head for Fantasyland while you can yeah. cut and run and head That's over to Adventureland. That's what I think they should keep going. It was it was a mm-hmm. great deal. And they had it. They ran it every, um, every month last year, starting in January. But there aren't any right now. So yep. curious. I, I can't wake up early like that, but... Little kids can. I don't have little kids. I tell you, if they did that for Galaxy's Edge, they would. They just sell them hand over fist. Star Wars early morning magic. I do it. When would it start? Two a.m. It's already. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You already have to get there pretty early to get a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance. I wake up at three a.m., so I'm all right with that. Yeah, but how how much would you pay to get in early to have the smaller crowd? If if Rise is open, zero (laughs) dollars. If Rise is open, no more than a hundred bucks. But if Rise is open, I don't think I'd do it at all. Or like if Rise isn't open for that. Yeah, you know, I like Smuggler's Run, but it's not worth it for. Yeah, if you're talking just Star Wars early admission, yeah, I would. Right. Just that one ride. Maybe that's something they can do when they get Rise of the Resistance more reliably operating yeah yeah i just read an article that said it is now operating at about two-thirds of what capacity they think they will have once they get all the kinks worked out that's getting pretty good yeah Mm -hmm. that's still a lot of people though it is (laughs) it's like 1700 people an hour i think now and it's supposed to do 3000 something has epcot ever had an after hours or early party um, they used to do uh, for the wine and dine run. Mm-hmm. The wine and dine used to be at the, the run was at night and it ended at Epcot. Mm-hmm. It ended in World Showcase. For all the runners and their friends. They did for a while. You could pay to stay late in World Showcase for uh, oh, yeah, at, the food uh, Mexico at, at like La Cava. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they did an after hours. There were several, maybe four or five of the countries had restaurants open. That's right. I Mexico and uh, uh, England for sure had that. Mm hmm. Limited yeah, there's menu. a period like four or five years ago they were really experimenting with all kinds of different late night after hours. How can we make like money? This. It was right around the time that they closed down the Villains Dance Club in Hollywood Studios. And- now that is one I'm sorry I missed. That is now the... Yeah. the uh, I know. The only... I never actually attended... What is that car show that that's in there event, now? That uh, yeah, event, Lightning McQueen's Queen. Racing Academy is yeah. right there now. I got to see the sets for that party because we were doing. We had our some... corporate event in there. Yeah, that's right. We, we were supposed were, to be were at the Fantasia fantas- party. Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Yeah. yeah. And it was 
Was there lightning? Something caused a delay. Mm-hmm. They had to out. they had to bring our dessert buffet into that area where they had that villain's. Party. And the sets were awesome. Each yeah. villain had their own cool photo op and throne you could sit on and with them. So we have a bunch of photos of us all just sitting on the thrones and in the <laughs> sets, but no villain. That was in the bathroom outside of Tower of Terror, though. That one was oh. really well reviewed. So I'm guessing they. They just uh, saw how well it did and were like, okay, how can we expand this? Oh, to a yeah. Full and they park? just put it in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, a good point. everybody I had, I had talked to that went to that loved it. So I was like, I was surprised they didn't bring it back. But then all of a sudden you get the villains party. So makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a good point. It was very cool, though. And it was like a dessert party. Yeah. So in 2014, they had Epcot After Hours and it was 35 bucks. And you could, uh, it would start right after Illuminations and you could go to La Cava del Tequila, Tutto Gusto in Italy, Rosen Crown Pub in the UK, or Spice Road Table in Morocco. They were all open with limited menus and bars. Those are good choices, too. That sounds fun. Yeah. And the price is good. I'm surprised right? that didn't last. The price is oh. right. That's 2014 like prices. You got to add on, what, 100 bucks for yeah. And one of the things, uh, the, yeah. the article I'm looking at says a lot of people are frustrated by that price point. But, huh. Interesting. But I guess that's just to be there. You still have to buy all your right. stuff. But yeah. yeah, but still. Yeah. Yeah. That one didn't last. I think it folded in 2015, so it only went about a year. Hmm. I think it was even less than that. I think it was months. Uh, so yeah. the two parties we know that are pretty much never going anywhere are Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party My and favorite. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Mickey's yeah. Not So Scary Halloween Party starts in August now. Yeah. When's the it's, first? Mickey's Not So Halloweeny Halloween Jess? Party. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it mid sometime in mid-August, Jess? Yeah, I think that it starts. Um, hang on. I know this. I don't off the top That of one is definitely my favorite. I love to go to that one just to people watch the costumes that everybody wears. I always feel so bad for the people that put so much effort into those costumes and don't think about how it's 95 degrees at night there. Yeah, the people that come from Michigan and are like, yeah, we'll wear all these layers. One year I saw like four people dressed as the Spectro Magic Men. So they had like these Mylar jumpsuits on. Oh, cool. Long sleeve, long like pant Mylar jumpsuits. And they were all posing because everybody wanted a photo of them. And you could just see the sweat dripping off of them. Yeah. We, one of our friends and agents uh, did, was it last year? He was Fat Thor at the yeah, Halloween yeah. party. Depressed yeah, Thor, good. yeah. It was so, it, the costume was spot on. It was And excellent. he wore that the entire yes. night. Yeah, he, he was so sweaty. He had the wig and he had a hoodie. And he then grew the his beard out tremendously long yes. in, in preparation <laughs> for it. So, so hot, but it was, it was spot on. It was a great depressed Thor. I love it. <laughs> I'd like a Bloody Mary. But the great thing about the parties is that you don't, you can buy just a ticket for the party and it's not one of those extra add-ons that you have to have regular admission already yeah. and then add your party ticket, which is good because the party tickets keep climbing in price. And I think mm-hmm. they're over a hundred dollars a ticket now for Oh yeah, Halloween like one twenty nine on the, on the closer day. you get to yeah. uh, Halloween yeah. or Christmas. And they do still let you in a few hours early. Party officials officially starts at seven. Seven, you can but get, you in, get at in at four. PM. They let you yeah. in at four yeah. on that yeah. ticket. Yeah, so that's good. And that's the weird part is be, uh, once seven o'clock hits, them trying to run everybody out and keep the 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what would be a better way to do that, but it is kind of intense there for about an hour and a half, right when party yeah. time starts and they're trying to get people out of there. Yeah, they're checking everybody's wristbands. They won't let you go in the shops. You can't buy anything. You mm-hmm. can't get on an attraction. Stop spending money. Get out. They have a <laughs> cast members at the bathrooms. And if you come out of the go in or come out of the bathroom without a wristband, they talk politely, about drawing the short straw. Yeah. <laughs> they politely direct you to the exit. Yeah. Also check to see if you washed your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully. Yep. <laughs> but so, that party has a great um, fireworks display. Amazing fireworks! Year. I love the theming of Halloween just in general. It's it's themed. The Magic Kingdom's beautifully themed all during the season, even when parties aren't happening with just pumpkins everywhere. But the lighting effects and everything are so cool and moody music. And I love the c- character interaction there. It's a great party. The yeah. parade is great too. The uh, the boo to you parade is. I'm not usually a parade person, but that one is what? super fun. I love I'm not a parade, parade person either, and that's like the best parade they've got. Yeah, those grave diggers. The grave diggers. Yeah, yeah, that's so great when they're dancing and they scrape the shovels. They do a whole long dance routine down. The, it's excellent. That's one my family never cares about parades, so I'll always watch yeah. them while they go do stuff. Mine too, but we did this this past season. My husband and my oldest went over to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal, and my 13 year old had zero <laughs> desire to go to Halloween Horror Nights. So he and I <laughs> did Mickey's Not So Scary. And we sat and watched the parade, and he just absolutely loved it. He's a bit of a Haunted Mansion fanatic. So when those grave diggers came along, he was very excited to see that. Yeah, any any parade where they put more Haunted Mansion in, I'm good. Yes. yes. And we went and rode the Haunted Mansion. and we had a, It was a great time. And then the skies opened, and uh-huh. it started just absolutely <laughs> pouring rain. And did you guys stay? And we fled. Did you stay? Uh, we stayed a little. <laughs> uh, we went, we, we ran back and did um, Space Mountain because it was the uh, deep Space Mountains, what they were calling it, and the, <laughs> the Space Mountain in the total dark. And when we came out and it was still pouring rain, we finally said, yeah, we're out. <laughs> so we, we left. Yeah. And by the time we got, just got to the bus stop, we were dripping wet. So I love the Halloween party and it feels like there's a lot going on there with the characters and villains and the show and all that. The Christmas party I went to once and maybe I need to try it again, but I was so underwhelmed. Like, oh, there's, there's, yeah. there's yeah. hot chocolate yeah, in the, the saloon. The hot That's about it. And the cookies weren't even that good. I mean, no. I, the trick or treating that you can do at the at the Halloween party is you get really good candy and it seems And you get so it. much of it. So, so much, much candy. candy. It seems like there's a lot more that's special during the Halloween party, whereas at Christmas time, the parks and everything. They're already so beautifully decorated. Yeah. Decked out and everything. That's why Disneyland at Christmas time was, you didn't have to, they didn't, yes. do, they don't do the party there. That's what they I was going to say. have a special parade that you can see without having to have a party ticket. Yep. And um, the Christmas party still sells out, but I, I don't get it. I, I guess mean, I did, so I did it for the first time this year and like, I'm a huge Christmas fan. I like it. I didn't think that it had as much going on as the Halloween party, but like they have started doing stuff like they did a um an overlay on Monsters Inc. this year that was Christmas themed. Okay, and I kind of really? rolled my eyes at that. I was like, man, but it was really well done and, and really fun. Um, and there's a lot of aspects, I think, to those to the Christmas party of just stuff that I don't 
participate in generally like the dance parties that they have they've got Mm -hmm. like three separate dance clubs set up which is basically just for children to get their energy out yep parents to sit down for a while (laughs) take a break um, but my, my son was not interested in any of that. So it was basically just get a cookie. Isn't get everybody on a ride, wearing their, you know. their Christmas PJs to that party now? That's the new Yeah, oh, everybody that's- is wearing. And I, I have no problem. We actually were planning to wear like pajama pants and matching Enchanted Tiki t-shirts. But yes. it turned out to be it was like 40 <laughs> degrees that night. So we, oh, it actually was. It chilly. got really <laughs> cold that night. Yeah. So we scrapped it and wore sweaters and jeans. But yeah, the, <laughs> the new trend is to wear these uh, adult onesies. Oh those, wow! Those full body. I've been wearing an adult diaper them. there for years. <laughs> you bring your stadium go, pal. I just let yeah. a cast member clean it up. Whatever. No, I swear it's hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, the hot chocolate was along those lines, so you know. <clears throat> but yeah, now they sell these full body Christmas Disney Parks onesies that you'll see. Footy pajamas for yeah. adults. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, I can't get it. It would that. have to be cold. I guess that would be ideal the night you in at 40 degrees, but it seems like it's always hot there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're all like Sherpa lined. So they mm-hmm. were like, they look nice and warm, but eh, I don't know. So they, that's another one where the parade is really quite spectacular. Those, uh, the floats are beautiful and all of those uh, toy soldiers marching. That's all it is. Though. It's Santa and toy soldiers. Yeah, and- that's true. It and makes then, for really spectacular photos. They've had those same toy soldiers and those reindeers for like 50 years. Yes, yeah. that is true. If you, if you watch Disneyland through the seasons on uh, on Disney Plus, they show the Christmas parade from like 1960. Same exact stuff. Whatever. Is it the, the same, same? Really? It is the same oh, soldiers wow. and the same reindeer with their tongue hanging out. Yeah. Exact same ones. I will <laughs> say it is pretty. If you can get a good spot near where the Christmas tree is uh, at the head of Main Street by the train station and mm-hmm. look down... Oh yeah, Main Street. As that parade approaches and it's snowing, that'll bring a grown man that to is, tears. That is beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty nice, gorgeous. Now that's is the Halloween party is one that you can go right up through uh, actual Halloween. The Christmas party they stop before Christmas week mm-hmm. because they get so so busy. I think at the last party is usually what like the seventeenth or the eighteenth, somewhere around there of December. And then they start running the special party parade is just that's the daily Christmas parade during the daytime during the daytime. Yeah. I think being one of those toy soldiers has got to be the worst cast member job ever. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember watching some sort of behind the scenes special a couple of years ago about them putting the parade together and they followed this poor kid who was a cast member who wanted to and, and got a position as one of the soldiers and that looked like torture basically oh no <laughs> <laughs> you can't see like the the suit is all like hard pieces and mm-hmm. so god bless them <laughs> those are real toy soldiers uh jess They're you not- know they really play those trumpets they're actually playing the trumpets sure they do mm-hmm. uh-huh. it's true no yeah no really but yes, they're metal they're real lips. horns they're really playing those horns no Yes. They should yes. give what? out. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. They should yeah. give out candy canes know. or something instead of those crappy cookies and gross hot chocolate. 
I was given a peppermint cookie at the party this year, and I absolutely hate peppermint. Oh, oh I love fired. peppermint. It, it, almost, it almost made me go to guest services to demand my money back. I was very disappointed because <laughs> I didn't know until I took a bite out of it. I was very oh, disappointed. You oh, no, hate I would peppermint, actually like that. But you love Christmas. This is. Hmm. What yeah. kind of monster are you? You're a, you're a conundrum there, I like Jeff. to, I like to keep boy. everybody guessing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do. <laughs> you can't get me. I'm the wind. <laughs> yeah. I break like the wind. They should start some epic after-hours parties back in Pandora with all of that cool, oh, yeah. glowing flora and fauna. That would be a good it's too crowded. Yeah, they could, yeah, yeah that's like, true. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, it'd be cool. Like, you know, the, the, the percussion, the drumming show that they do mm-hmm. during, if, if they had that at night, after hours, dance party, like, turn that into a rave. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it's already almost there. Those drummers always remind me of like strip mall yoga instructors. So. <laughs> to, <laughs> do you remember when they had, they used to have cool after after dark parties out at Disneyland in California Adventure? We went to one that was oh, called Electronica and it was Tron. It was this Tron themed party Ooh. in oh, yeah. DCA. And it was, we didn't even realize like that it was there. in the studios area, right? Yeah. We happened upon it by accident and we heard the, heard the music and were, you know, went over there to see what it was. And it was incredible. It was based on the, the Neutron movie, Tron Legacy. Neutron. Yes. <laughs> and they had the, they had the, the Neutron huge, dance? It, it, they had drinks themed to it and they had all, people, da- you know, it was kind of really an adult sort of party. It was a dance party mm-hmm. and... They had a lot of fun-themed alcoholic be- beverages, and Didn't they then do... after that, oh, back there they did, wasn't it? The Alice in Wonderland tea party. Thing. Did yeah. you ever see that yeah, one? Yeah. No, I never saw I've either. Of those. I would love it. that. Tron is a little bit of a. It's a little bit of obscure. I don't think it has a huge fan base, but it made for a really cool adult sort of dance party. The the. They were playing Electronica, which I love, so that was great. And they had all sorts of really cool set pieces from that movie. And glowing drinks. I love a drink with a glow cube in it. Mm, <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> Those are always good. <laughs> the Mad Tea Party looked really neat, too. Yeah, same kind of thing. Psychedelic-looking, lots of mm-hmm. lights and all. And those weren't an extra ticket. It was just part of the Which is why they don't do them any longer. Yeah, that's that's a good point. (laughs) If we can't make an extra hundred bucks off everybody, we're not doing it. Pixar Pier would be a good spot for a new after hours something. There's a lot of lot of space you can move around in there pretty well. Mm Mm-hmm. And make a fun themed party. Disneyland historically always had like a dance. Like they always had I forget what the names of them are. They had different dance halls throughout the ages that it was like a teen dance club mm-hmm. place. Oh, it's just huh. part of the experience. They do one is in Video. Fantasy Fair area that's like a swing dance. And currently, it's like yeah, Saturday it's, nights or something, maybe once a month. I forget how often they do that. But oh, cool. People are in there swing dancing, looking mm-hmm. cool. Grad, the grad nights are a big thing out at Disneyland, too, something we don't have over in the... On the East Coast Park. They, they, from all accounts, where that's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were there for our, our Adventures by Disney trip was during the um, the college nights. Graduation season. The graduation yeah. nights, yeah. And after Grad you guys night. left and I was still 
there it was i guess you were stranded in la for yeah it was one of the first ones and i went i remember i went out to disney to downtown disney just to walk around for a little bit and that's when i realized it was happening because i was like this is just wall-to-wall teenagers Mm -hmm. yes and the party actually happens after the park officially closes but, but it's still leading up to earlier. it. Yeah, it, the part. Uh, yeah, a lot of them so already crowded. have annual passes. And, yeah. Sure, all the locals. Yeah, are. and I think they can get into one or other of the the, the grad nights are usually at D, at uh, California Adventure. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but they, they can get into in Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, they can get in a little bit early, and so, yeah, it gets it gets super crowded. But so, it's kind of a cool a cool tradition that they have out there. Jess was out on his balcony at the Grand yelling at them to get off his lawn. <laughs> I had a rake and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you kids, get away from my garbage. Pull your pants up and cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, yeah, they don't have that out here at, out on the East Coast at Walt Disney World, but they do have a, a big tradition of field trips. So a lot of the area elementary schools do field trips to Epcot or Animal Kingdom, something that quasi sounds way better than the field trips I went on. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> the cheese factory <laughs> in Korea. <laughs> the dairy farm. That's where we always would go. <laughs> what was it on The Simpsons? They went to the cardboard box factory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I would much rather go to Epcot. Even Epcot the way that it looks right now. <laughs> Man, Epcot is rough. That's why they're not having a party there. It's rough, but it's it's all caps now. They could have a green wall party and be like, just make it themed around the the construction walls. (laughs) I'd go to that. Right. Let you play in the rubble. If there's a specialty cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the green wall so of the four of us here would we or do we plan to continue to go to parties that we've already been to or are you going to wait for something new i would hit up my, um not so scary halloween party again yeah yeah i, like I plan one. on doing that again yeah, this year that one i would do again mm-hmm. i don't know if maybe i should give the christmas ones. party one more chance the last time i went it, it was it's been many, many years and it was not a good experience, but it's, I haven't tried again. So I'll say it like after going to the Halloween party first and then doing the Christmas party. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd do the Christmas party again, but if I had done the Christmas party without doing any other, <laughs> without, I would have been like, oh, this is perfect. This was great. I'm trying to justify the money I spent. So I love it. You know? The first uh, <laughs> Halloween party I went to was 2008. Or nine. I can't remember which. It was either my first or second trip out there. And we accidentally went there like, oh, there's a party tonight if you want to go. And we went. We went. It was $39. $39. And I mean, we, I watched wow. the Halloween parade the first and second time. And Wyatt and Carrie were just riding Big Thunder over and over and over, not even having to get off. <laughs> there was like hardly anybody there. It was cheap. You could see all we saw all the characters with very minimal lines. Crazy. And then I kept oh, going and going until I was days. just like, okay, it's expensive <laughs> and super crowded. Yeah. What we need is a like big recession they... again. I was about to say, like, <laughs> as soon as we get that recession, we're all going to be great. <laughs> It'll be great again. I would like to see what new thing they could come up with. Yeah, I was I was hoping that this year we would see more themed parties since the mm-hmm. villains did so well instead of them just doubling down on the villains for the whole year. But And they're, the, the themed parties that they're doing at, at Disneyland are doing so well. I'd love yeah. some of that here. Let's I'd love have an, an 80s anniversary night in the Magic those. Kingdom. Oh my goodness, yes. Uh, I'd we love can an all anniversary wear our mouser party. size gear. <laughs> Ooh, I can break out my leg warmers. <laughs> yes. Maybe with Josh tomorrow moving to the East Coast from out there, uh-huh. he'll have some influence Good. on some of that. 
Good they need point. to do a they need to do a fiftieth anniversary like party something that happens like multiple times in the week that's mm-hmm. themed around the 50th anniversary so people oh, yeah. feel like they got something special out of it you know remember mm-hmm. when they used to do the leap day party and stay open 24 hours yeah yeah they're not doing a leap day party and then the, for a while they were doing that to kick off summer it was memorial yeah. day they would have a 24 hour event that sounds yeah. like hell <laughs> it looks like hell. <laughs> it sounds not like your, I can't. Not your idea of a good time. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I had some clients that went to that and they loved it. They were in the park all night and they went home and slept like, or not home, but back to the hotel and slept a couple of hours and then went back to that, uh, to the same park that they had been in and nobody was there because everybody had just been there overnight. So they said it was a ghost <laughs> yeah, that's But true. that park smelled really good by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> well, now with alcohol, we'll see how these parties are. Oh, yeah, maybe they'll get a little crazier. Somebody's going to climb the castle. Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're feeling inspired to go party with a few thousand of your closest friends at one of the Disney parks, you can head over to www.keytotheworldtravel.com, where a horde of expert travel planners are ready to make your travel dreams a reality. Don't forget to visit the Theme Park Professor at www.themeparkprofessor.com for all the latest theme park news and planning tips including info on all these parties and more. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss a single episode. We can't wait to adventure with you again next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Don't have a party at Flows. It's time to close this week's gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for tuning in. If you want to become a member of our band of explorers, all you have to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and review, won't you? We'll be eternally grateful. It helps other adventurers find us and helps us grow our show. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.